Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. I'm Helen. And I'm Maitreyi Ramakrishnan. Never have I ever came onto the Netflix scene in April of 2020 and has since been described as a watershed moment for South Asian representation in Hollywood. Known for breaking Asian stereotypes, the series was created by Mindy Kaling and Lang Fisher and is a coming-of-age comedy and teen drama partially based on Kaling's childhood. Our guest today, Mai Trey, captured the hearts of many by playing the character Davy, an Indian-American high school student coping with the death of her father. We are beyond excited to have her on the podcast. Please welcome to Asian Boss Girl, Maitreyi. Hey, thank you guys for having me. So before we get uh, into the show, Maitreyi, um, your family came to Canada as refugees from Sri Lanka and you grew up in Mississauga, Ontario. Yeah. Um, We always like to start out by sharing a little bit about the history of our guests. So can you share with us what your childhood was like, where you grew up, anything about your culture? 100%. Yeah, I'm still here in Mississauga right now. Um, Yeah, growing up in Mississauga for me and like my brother, he's only two years older than me, with my mom and my dad, all four of us living under the same roof. Uh, It was honestly an experience that I'm very thankful for because I grew up around a bunch of other kids from a bunch of different backgrounds. So everyone was like trying to figure out who they are and like what's their identity, which is awesome because you get to learn about Mm -hmm. where everyone's coming from and you know about all these different cultures but you also then have to figure out like wait wait wait, like what am I like who am I what is my identity how am I to the rest of the world right because usually when you see brown girl you're like okay you're just like Indian like that's it Mm -hmm. like all brown people are just Indian that's it but there's nothing else and I'm like no that that's not right that's not all who I am that's Mm -hmm. the check and then of course there were other Tamil girls, you know, in my class classes who, you know, did their traditional like Bharatanatyam, which is a very traditional Tamil dance. They actually spoke Tamil fluently and could write and read. I couldn't do all that stuff. Um, I thought it was really cool, but and I tried. 
It didn't really work out well. Um, <laughs> I was not the best Thummel school kid on the block. Um, but that made me feel like, okay, wait, like maybe like I'm not as Thummel enough. I didn't check off this metaphorical, you know, checklist of culture that I feel like many, you know, minority cultures have, mm-hmm. you know, like these things that we have to do if you want to be proud. And then somewhere along the line, um, like in high school, especially it hit me that I was like, I don't care anymore. Like I am Thummel, I'm Thummel Canadian. Thummel is my culture, Canada is my country. And I'm proud of that. And regardless of whether I can speak it fluently or I can only say the survival words, which is what I like to call like water and all the different foods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what matters guys, it's about the food. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Like this is just, this is who I am. And to think Thummel, being Thummel is just a language or it's just a certain dance. That just does it disservice because it's so much more. And I'm very proud mm-hmm. of who I am being Thummel Canadian. That is a beautiful um, description of kind of the roundabout way that you feel that like you started to accept our culture. Because I know yeah. a lot of our listeners can definitely relate. The three of us are all, you know, East Asians. So like you say, mm-hmm. are we all the same? No, but we are, you know, parents came from very different places and we all grew up very differently. So we definitely relate to that. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have such a like a bubbly personality that people gravitate towards. And then we know after high school, you're accepted into the theater program at York University in Toronto. Yeah. How, when did you make that decision? And did you face any backlash from your family? Yeah. So uh, when I was 10, actually, got to kick it back there because that's when I decided I wanted to be an animator for, you know, Pixar. And I wanted to go to Sheridan College and go to animation school and get the degree and everything and become an animator. Yay. Until all the way in grade 12, my last year, I realized drawing on other people's time made me miserable, but I was too stubborn to not finish my portfolio. So I kept, Mm. you know, at it, kept, you know, working on that. My parents knew I was not going to do anything science and art related. Like they knew I dropped my sciences ASAP, like so quick. (laughs) I did continue with math all the way through high school though, just because my math teacher was awesome. She's Mm. the coolest shout out to Miss You because she believed in me and actually taught me in a way that I understood. I'm not very math savvy though. Definitely not science savvy. But my mom was the one who suggested and said, hey, like my three, like why don't you just apply to York for a theater? Just like do it. Like just put it in there, you know, put it in the mix. Like it won't be much commitment to apply. Like whatever, just do it. And because I did, you know, theater after school, my mom Mm. saw before I really saw how much I like theater she saw it because she always my family always pulled up to every single one of my performances not just like my mom my dad my brother like grandparents as well who live with me but then also like the cousins the aunts the uncles Mm. it was like okay guys my trace family's coming this night so like just reserve the first two rows completely (laughs) the big big brown family but (laughs) my mom was the one that told me you should like apply And thank God she did, because I decided like, you know what, I don't care if I don't become successful in theater. Like I never thought I'd be on a Netflix show. I never thought I'd be like a celebrity. My idea was like, I'm going to just do local community Toronto theater because like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be doing what I like and I'll like make money as I need it and just act. That's just Mm -hmm. really fun. So that was the plan until 
the tweet and all that jazz. Well, we love a supportive mom and entire family. That is amazing. Oh yeah. I'm so, so thankful. Like as a kid, my dad's thing was always like, you tell me what art supplies you need. I'll buy it. Like we need the lessons. Like my mom and my dad put me in piano lessons when I was a kid. And cause I love like piano. They were like, yeah, yeah. Like continue with it. Like same thing for my brother. My brother loved guitar. He also did piano too, but then he liked guitar more. It was like, okay, cool. Go do guitar. Like truly my parents raised both my brother and I to not think that anything was out of our reach. If you wanted to do something, do it, but like do it with all of your heart. For sure. For sure. Shout out to all the supportive parents out there. Right? I'm so thankful for them. I'm so thankful for them. Like, honestly, my mom and my dad, season one, they split the the season because every single day they came onto set with me because at the time I was 17. I was still technically a minor. Every single day, uh, my mom would still do her job remote on her laptop in season one and then still be able to come to set with me every day. Wow. Wow. Talk about that balance. Right. Wow, that is amazing. Well, all of that has led you to this incredible show. Never have I ever. First off, what a great show and mm-hmm. way to represent for the South Asian community. Like I Thank freaking you. love it. In the show, the character you play, Davy, she faces some, you know, pretty intense challenges around her cultural identity and relationships with her mother and her family. Yeah. Can you relate to Davy on a, on a personal level? It sounds like your parents are amazing people, but can you relate to Davy on a personal level on any of these experiences? Yeah, I still can relate. I mean, my parents are the bee's knees, but I think I only really realized that in my like last couple of years of existence of my 19 year old existence, because, you know, we always like, for the most part, take care of parents for granted when we we're younger, you know, right. I definitely had my walls up and like was a troubled child when I need to be a troubled child and just be a misfit. So definitely understood where Davy was coming from when it came to like feeling, you know, her mom didn't understand her and that there was no one in her house that understood her and that she was truly just someone that came in, came out, went to school and just happened to live at this address. Right. But then like you grow up and you realize like, Oh wait, my parents are capable of like also being upset. And they're also capable of, you know, not knowing what to do and are mm. capable of making mistakes. I think it's the it's the pedestal we put our parents on of just like, no, like my parents don't cry. Like, and then you see them cry for the yeah. first time and you're like, mm-hmm. like, you what? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you have mean? feelings? <laughs> it's like you see them as humans for the first time. You're like, oh my gosh, you're actually a real human, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You're crying. Why are you that's okay they're there mm-hmm. it's weird right but yeah no for sure can relate to Davy in those ways for sure well it is amazing that at the age of 19 you realize that because I think um we've met a lot of people who have that kind of reflection on their parents and especially children who are of like kind of this like mixed culture background right mm-hmm. like there's even more of a gap sometimes between you and your parents so yeah. the fact that you've kind of come to that realization now is amazing and it means you have a beautiful long road with them um, to further develop that relationship yeah um so in the show in addition to the relationship with her family davy also goes through a lot of you know she's in high school and we see as you know as a viewer her kind of go through this identity not crisis, but trying to formulate her place in her school Mm -hmm. and with friends and, you know, getting crushes and dealing with enemies. Were there any kind of instances in her experiences on that front that you feel like you could relate to? 
Yeah, I think I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, but in general, the idea that like in high school, the only thing that matters is what happens within those walls of high school. Like that's mm, not the, the world, your entire yeah. world. Like you embarrass yourself. Like at high school, it's not like, oh, it's just one day. It just happened, whatever. No, it's like, oh my God, like I'm g- going to die now. I'm just yeah. going to die. This is the end. This is the end of me. And this all sucks. Um, but yeah, definitely in that front, I feel like Davy's definitely one of those kind of teens as many are. And then just learning how to like, you know, be a good friend. I feel like one of my favorite parts of Never Have I Ever is the relationship between the three girls, you know, with Eleanor Mm -hmm. and Fabiola. What I love about them is that like, we see the flashbacks of like their younger selves and the fact that they've been friends for so, so long and how they always come, you know, to each other at the end of the day, at the end of the day. And they're always, you know, still there for each other, which I really like. And you just realize like, yeah, these are your best friends. Friendships are so Mm. important, if not more important than what you think is like a real romantic relationship or whatever. Wow. You are really wise beyond your years. (laughs) Dude, people say that and I'm like, nah, (laughs) no. Even when it's like, you have such like a positive personality. I'm like, nah, I'm just very blunt. And Mm. I just, I say exactly what's on my mind. I text exactly how I speak. And I just say exactly what's on my mind. There's like no other... So no track. No filter. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no filter. We love that. We love <laughs> transparency, you know, no filters. Um, yes. so last night, I'll be honest, I was rewatching season one and mm. my roommate and I we were kind of like giggling over certain parts. And because you know, we talk about relationships in high school, I think romantic relationships is such a huge thing. And watching you, you know, do the scenes with Paxton and Ben, you're like, oh my gosh. Um, I have to ask you, like. You know, Davy. Davy has two questions. She has Paxton and Ben. But who would my tree you choose? Me, honestly. Like I've thought about it. Uh huh. They're not good options, man. Like <laughs> they're good. That's, right. the That's a good answer. They're they're good. Good. I'm, I'm giving you the for. honest answer. Like this isn't even me being like Team Davy, Team Davy, because I am first and foremost yeah, yeah. Team Davy, yeah. and genuinely like am. It's just that like also knowing like what I know now after high school, I feel like maybe if you asked me when I was in high school, I'd be this hopeless mm-hmm. romantic. That's like, no, mm-hmm. this is it. Like, this is your one true love. You're going to like get married. Like, no, 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 no way. <laughs> like both Ben and Paxton could actually make just really good, genuine, solid friends. They really could. Mm. Like I, that, this is just me as my trait. And I she think. She just friend zone them, y'all. She just friends zone them. <laughs> friend zone them. And there ain't nothing wrong with the friend zone, okay? Yeah. The friend zone's true. great. It's a great place to be. You know, just gotta like set up a nice couch for yourself and just That's get so coffee. funny. That is such get a great answer. Pizza. Good answer. Good answer. I was like, no, you can't ask that question on here, but good answer. <laughs> I know. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. 
And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, there are some racy scenes in this show, I will say. I mean, hello. Um, <laughs> how did you how did you feel about those scenes? I mean, do your parents watch the show? Do you ever watch it with oh, them? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Hello, no, no, no. My grandma too. My grandma. Oh my gosh. Too. Like I, I'm talking both sides, grandma. My, my dad's mom and my mom's mom. Okay. I'm talking my aunts and uncles from like all around the world. <laughs> I don't oh, nice. generally. I like thought about it and then I was like, eh, okay, like whatever. I generally just don't care because it's like, it's acting. Like I know it's acting. It's not actually real. And it's also like, don't act like you haven't done this before or don't act like, right. don't act like you don't know this is a thing. Like, you know, yeah. this thing is a thing. <laughs> this isn't like some newfound concept for you. I am quite sure that my grandmother has done similar things like logically in order for my right, existence right, right. to be for you to exist in this world exactly <laughs> for sure so with that logic in mind I'm like eh, like it is what it is honestly my grandma is also like I love her to death she's so chill um with season two she was like no kissing not because <laughs> not because she was like oh I don't want you to kiss anyone like kissing's bad she's like COVID COVID I can't have uh, my granddaughter getting COVID she's like kissing other times okay but not now no COVID I can't (laughs) no you can't get COVID but you can kiss whenever else like that's fine that's my grandma well has she watched the first two episodes I'm just kidding (laughs) no 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 my my grandma actually has seen the screeners with me I always make it a point like if my whole family can't like sit in like our living room because like I live with my parents my grandparents my brother myself Mm -hmm. and then my dog but if I can get my whole family to sit down be in the same room and watch I'll always still like make sure at least like my grandma can so yeah she's seen it but she was genuinely like honestly I was waiting to see if she'd say something about COVID but then she was way too into it oh and was like oh wait now I might be team Ben wait now I might yeah (laughs) Yeah. she's got her opinions she's got her opinions oh that just means it's that good of a show for your grandma not to have that opinion anymore no she's so biased no no no. she's so biased she's so biased she could see me do anything and be like yes (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, okay, ma, I, 
Cool, cool, cool. Is all of your family kind of open like that? Like, do you have open conversations with your parents about your dating life and, and I all mean, that kind of stuff? For the longest time, no. For the longest time, no. Um, I would keep that all to myself. It's like I don't want, I don't want to talk about that. But looking back, my mom always like tried her best, like specifically her always tried her best to like make sure it was like an open environment. Like you can talk to me if something's going wrong. You can talk to me and all that. And I always actually built up this sense of like, oh, if I spilt something, like I spilt one of my secrets, I would be in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. Like my mom was just like, no, just tell me. I'm not going to like go off at you. Just tell me. But in my mind, I just was convinced you are going to go off at me. Like you're not going to be happy. Um, this is for like my family that like lives with me, definitely in our house. There's nothing like off the table when it comes to my dad. If it was like me asking for something and he disagreed, it, the whole like idea is nothing can't be debated. And when I was young, when we were talking about just things happening in the world with like my brother and I, my dad sometimes would purposely take a different stance just to start a debate. Wow. Just to be like, yeah, no, prove to me like this is why you believe this. Like, communicate to me like this is why you think you know you're right I mean I can definitely see how that helps you develop your perspective and a clear understanding of like why you believe what you believe and where you stand um so that that is amazing um the next question is a little bit more serious but I'm sure I'm really intrigued by what you'll have to say um so you know as a young South Asian Canadian female actor Mm -hmm. um you are in an industry that is kind of infamous for being quite cutthroat and quite, uh, you know, just, uh, just intense. How do you feel like, you know, with your, with your gender, with your ethnicity, with your age, um, what are some of the challenging experiences that you've, you know, that you've had so far? Yeah. What's crazy is that like in high school and middle school and like elementary, I never thought I was discriminated on. I was like, no, I'm like one of the lucky ones. Like, I don't, no one's racist to me. No one's sexist mm. to me until I got into the workforce and I've faced that. Let's be real. Like, you know, that's where a lot of people face that in any respective industry. And then I looked back and was like, no, dude, like you definitely faced that when you were a kid too. You just didn't realize mm. it. You just mm. like accepted it. And when I talked to like my other, you know, like Asian friends, they even realized themselves that it's just like, oh I just thought that was normal like I just mm-hmm. guess I normalized that that's just how we grew up it's just how it is or just general teasing they're not like being racist they're not being sexist it's general teasing and then you're like wait no that was like low-key messed up mm-hmm. that was not fun in this industry though like yeah it's, you're right like it's 100 cutthroat it is changing like it's changing for the better and I'm not going to, you know, lie and be like, yeah, we're getting better. We're like moving forward, like gay, crazy. Like, no, no, it still sucks when, you know, I have a bunch of people saying, oh my God, I related to Davey so much. And then I still see comments being like, I never related to Davey. I wasn't like this at all in high school. At first mm. I used to think like, I would take it personally, like, mm. oh, I did a bad job as Davey, or I shouldn't have done that, or I shouldn't have said this or whatever. But then I realized, no, 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 get off your high horse. This is not about you. This is not on you. It's actually on the fact that these guys just aren't Davy. And how could they be? How could every South Asian girl, let alone like all Asian girls, 
relate to Davy. Mm. No way. That doesn't make sense yeah. logically, right? So I was like, if I can't have that expectation on Davy, and I understand where these guys are coming from, and I truly empathize and understand the frustration when they say, like, damn, I wish this was more like me. Because it's like, you know what? I would have too. I want to mm-hmm. be seen. I don't want to have to pick between the very few characters that we have to look like ourselves, but none of their personalities match mine. Mm-hmm. White people get all the different characters and all the different shades and then some to even make sure it's down to the T of whether a blonde or a brunette. But yep. for us, it's like, no, 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 no. You're going to be the shy nerd or you're just going to be this character. You're going to be this personality. But for the girl, the South Asian girl that wasn't boy crazy, that was not a hothead, that was maybe only into arts and not academically inclined, who can't relate to Davy, right? The antithesis of Davy. I understand their frustration. Yeah. I wish there was someone for them to relate to. That's not Davy's job. That's not my job because you can't make Davy be relatable to everyone. Then she's just an amorphous blob, and suddenly we have a character with no substance. I myself, as my chair, I'm a Christian, can't make myself relatable to everyone. I've only been alive for 19 years. I only know so much. I can only speak to my own experiences and just be honest. But hopefully I can do what Mindy did for me and open the doors to create change and bring someone new, right? I'm very thankful for that tweet. If that tweet didn't exist, it wouldn't have been me. It would have been someone else. It would have been a very different show. And I'm so thankful for that idea that she took the time to make that tweet because that in itself was a lot of work going through every single one of those tapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a long answer. I'm sorry. I was like, no, oh. that was, that was, a, that was mean, the perfect answer. Yeah. That was a great answer. And in my tree, I think you're doing the absolute best that you can do. And you're doing such an amazing job. I mean, to have just so such like few shows out there, that that's the problem, right? We need to yeah. have more shows so that people can say, oh, I actually, you know, relate to this character or that mm-hmm. character instead of mm-hmm. saying there's only like three to choose from. Like, who do I pick? I can't pick any yeah. of these. And yeah, all of a sudden exactly. you get angry. Exactly. 100%. And like that in itself of like, you know, Davy being a child of immigrant parents, that Mm -hmm. story is very different for many people of like how that comes to be and how that upbringing happens. Right. Like there's only so few characters to describe some of the most like wide variety of experiences that people can go through, like growing up. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that like, you know, in, in the Asian community, all of us have different relationships with our identity and culture. Mm-hmm. And you kind of spoke about, you know, growing up and when you grew up, there's a pretty diverse, but you're trying to, you're still trying to find your own place in your relationship with your culture. Yeah. What would you say now is your favorite aspect of your culture though? Well, one thing like growing up, and I think this is like also like Davey, like I was never embarrassed of my culture. Mm-hmm. It was never like a, Ooh, like my culture is gross or weird. I never once got that. It was just truly like I need to, I want to understand it. I want to appreciate it. I want it to truly actually be a part of me, something that I genuinely care about. And now the being Tamil, I think one of the things that things that I love the most about it, aside, like the food, aside that, mm-hmm. I think it's just the idea that like Tamil people are some of like the hard, most hardest working people I know that they're really like true hustlers and we're all around the world, right? Like I got cousins in China. That's so sick. And then I got cousins like America and England and Germany, you know, everywhere. It's so awesome. But they're all hustlers, just like my parents are, where, you know, they juggled so much for their, with their careers, but then also for their two kids. And I see all of my uncles and aunts do the same thing for my cousins. So, yeah, 
that's the thing I appreciate the most about my culture, that we're true hard workers and hustlers. I feel you on that. I feel you mm-hmm. on that for sure. Food right. and the hustle. Yes. Yeah. Food and the hustle. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> If you are getting bombarded with wedding and bridal shower invites and want to step up your gift game, check out Uncommon Goods. It's an online shop filled with unique, totally unexpected gifts. And when I say unexpected, I mean truly original things you won't find anywhere else. They have everything from decadent cake truffles to gourmet oil dipping spice kits to these beautiful birth month flower growing kits. And they're also introducing Uncommon Experiences. Choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arranging, and embroidery from hand-picked artists and experts. There's this one that I've been eyeing called Handmade Pasta Class and Pesto Jars. That'd be right up my alley. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash ABG. That's uncommongoods.com slash ABG for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Anyone who knows me knows that I absolutely love red wine. Now, normally I get my wine from grocery stores, but I recently upgraded to a lovely wine club called First Leaf, which curates wines specific to my palate. I answered a couple of questions about my wine and taste preferences, and then First Leaf shipped a box of wine directly to my home. Now, normally at grocery stores, I have a pretty limited selection to choose from, and I'm making my decision based off of a tiny description card. But when I got my First Leaf box, I had wines that I had never heard of before, from Italy to Chile and Australia. And each came with a beautiful postcard describing the history of the wine, flavor notes, and suggested food pairings. First Leaf wines are also 60% off retail price, and your wines get better with each box. Every time you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate and can send wine selections tailored to your liking with a 98% accuracy. Whether you're by the water grilling with friends or taking it easy at home, First Leaf is the perfect summer staple. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Guys, that is a steal. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com abg and that's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com abg. For anyone out there who is looking for instant gratification and to get more bang for their buck, Credit Karma Money is a checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. You already know Credit Karma as the company that has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help even more. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added to your spend account. It's that simple. And when you make a purchase between July 1st and July 23rd, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank, Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. So you are only 19 and you are so, so, so accomplished. I'm curious, you know, is there anything that you want to do in the last year of being a teen before you hit your 20s? 
give me something fun. I saw like mm-hmm. on Instagram, like a meme about being in your twenties. And then I was like, yeah, that's weird for 20 year olds. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, that's the end of the year for me. Hold on. Oh, I was like, well, yeah. I'm going to be in my twenties. Strange, strange. But anyways, um, if there's anything I want to do before I hit my teen, like finish my teens, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I'm good just, you know, living my life. There's nothing yeah. I can't do when I'm, you know, 20 that I couldn't do when I'm 19 or vice versa or whatever. That's true. What was the, what was the meme that you saw? I'm curious now because we're beyond you know, 20s. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we did it. It was about like dating in your 20s. And it's just the idea of somebody asking instead of asking for your number, they ask you for your Snapchat and you just run away. You're like, oh, no, that's a red flag. Don't ask me for my Snapchat before you ask me for my number. That's weird. That's weird. Bro, we're over here being like, do we still have Snapchat? Like, do we still? (laughs) No, you don't use Snapchat anymore. You don't. Please tell me. No. Isn't it it Snap now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you even call it? Yeah. Yeah. Good old 20s. I'm excited. I'm, I'm not. I'm indifferent. I think that's a good way to live your life. It means that you're kind of like, whatever it is that I want to do, I can just do it right now. What's the difference yeah. between time? Yeah, exactly. Like recently I've been learning to try and rollerblade. I mean, I can do it. I'll do it if I was 40. I'd still learn how to rollerblade. Definitely just slap on those <laughs> I'm so scared to fall on my face with rollerblading. Dude, but that's my why grandma. you get knee pads and like, like wrist pads and like elbow pads. That's what I do. I'm afraid to get hurt. You gotta look like a grandma uh, out there now. You gotta know, like pat yourself on. <laughs> Maitre, you're about to have an incredible year. We know season two is about to hit Netflix in July. Um, our listeners probably are curious, you know, what is one piece of advice that you'd always go back to? One piece of advice that I'd always go back to? Damn. One? There's just a lot of advice. shit I've learned over, like everything has happened so fast. Like I truly mm. was just a regular high school kid picked out of, you know, Mississauga, boom, new life, new chapter, new season of my life. Yeah. But um, one piece of advice I'd give is actually coming back to the idea of like loving yourself, right? Not, I think that's one thing that I always make sure to remind myself. I really, really got to like keep working on loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you don't at certain times, like it's okay. I don't always love myself. Like, I'll be honest, like as much as I preach self-love, it doesn't mean I'm always like, oh, I'm the bee's knees. No, no. Sometimes though, the self-insecurities go so low, go so crippling low, it flips into a God complex, but then it goes back. Mm -hmm. But no, in all seriousness, yeah. Just the idea of self-love and really checking up on yourself and doing right by yourself, keeping yourself happy, doing it because it makes you happy. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Well, the last question that we have for you, obviously season two is coming out. What is next for, for you other, other than season two, what else is coming up for my tree and also how can our Asian boss girl community support you? Yeah. Um, well right now, obviously season two is going to drop, but, uh, with that being said, I recently got a new like deal to do a movie for Netflix. Congratulations. Uh, Oh my God. God called Netherfield Girls. It's going to be an adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, like a modern adaptation. So that'll be really fun. And I'll play Lizzie Bennett. And I'm really excited about that because it's a lead role of like strong lead female role, not a side character, a full character. And it's not that I was the best brown girl. I was just the best girl. 
right? Mm-hmm. Just the best girl. Yeah. And it wasn't like they were looking for a specific South Asian girl or any race specifically. They just decided to cast me. And I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, Woo! That, is, yeah, that deserves a huge round of applause. Thank oh my you. gosh. Well, so, yeah, I'm very excited for that. And you know, taking on a character that's different to Davy. So hopefully yeah. more people who couldn't relate to Davy can maybe relate to her. Mm. Yes. Oh, wow. We are so excited for you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Maitri. You are definitely an old soul with a very young heart. Uh, We cannot wait for season two of Never Have I Ever to drop on Netflix today when this podcast comes out July 15th. And we will definitely- Today. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) We will- We will definitely be following you and your future projects. And listeners, if you haven't already, check out season one of Never Have I Ever on Netflix right now. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at Asian Boss Girl. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. We will catch you all on the next episode. Bye! Bye.